My mic sounds nice, check one. My mic sounds nice, check two. My mic sounds nice, check three. Are, Are you ready? <laughs> that used to be my dad's. Oh, good. He didn't tell me nothing when I learned how to do the snake and the walk and the prep. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Oh my gosh. You couldn't tell hey, me. Hey, Facebook. Hey, Facebook. Hey, YouTube. Hello, YouTube. It's Angie and Renee. Hey. Hey, hey Rico. <laughs> so, what up? What up? What up? We all over the place. Something, Pepper, Martin, all of that. It's <laughs> all right. That's because that's that. we can do yeah. that. Yes, yes, yes. Whew. What so, are we talking about tonight? O M to the G. So today we are talking about how do we not allow our enemies to de to destroy the inner me? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, this is something. Sorry. <laughs> um, this topic. Hey, Tracy. Hey, Tracy. Yeah, this is a good topic, and this is something that, um, honestly, it doesn't come easy, and it doesn't happen overnight, and that. Maybe for you, somebody else it may have, but for me, it did not come easy. Well, I, and I think that a lot of times um, what we'll do um, with a lot of things is that we will say, oh, okay, it's fixed, and we never do the maintenance. But we always have to remember that when we're dealing with ourselves, just like we do, we keep up the maintenance with our cars, right? Every few uh, thousand miles or months, you have to go and to um, get an oil change, get the oil filter change, rotate your tires. And we need to do that with ourselves, too. Like, we need to do a real live check. We do. And be honest about it. Um, That's the key. Yeah. I, I'm sorry to cut you up right there, Renee. That's the key. Say that again. Yeah. Say it again. Be honest. Yes. Be honest. We do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and when I say be honest, because when we're talking about the inner me, it's areas mm -hmm. that people can't see. So mm -hmm. I can smile, but right. my heart, that doesn't mean my heart is right. That doesn't mean my mind, my thoughts are right towards you. Um, sometimes even towards ourselves. Indeed. Um, Indeed. So that's what we're talking about today. The mind, the heart, the things that people cannot see. The mm -hmm. inner me. That's right. That's right. And, um, you know, we, we, if we can't confess it, if we can't own up to it, if we are not, you know, like you said, we're not honest. And it's, and yes, we need to be honest with other people, but we first need to be honest with ourselves. And we definitely need to be honest with God. He already knows. Who knows? So it's very important, you know, that 
we we speak those things and we're asking, you know, we're saying, oh, God, help me help you do what? And like, we have to be very specific in what it is that we're asking for. Help me, help me to, you know, get these thoughts out of my mind. Help me to, you know, show me what it is that I need to work on. Help me to get these things out of me. That's going to make me a better me. And I know for me, like anger is like a big thing. Mm -hmm. Um, and God has helped me a lot, but yeah, yes, he's helped me a lot. (laughs) So I'm learning, like, just be quiet. If I get real quiet, just let me be quiet. Mm -hmm. Um, because recently I had two situations this year. Mm -hmm. One, um, like I was so upset and didn't realize, like I was, I didn't say anything, but I was so upset when I got home and checked my blood pressure. It was like 200 over something. And I was just like, you cannot allow yourself to get to this place again. Like you just cannot allow yourself to get that upset. Mm -hmm. And it's easier said than done. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, I didn't react. But the point is like the inside of me, as you can see, 200, it was boiling. Yeah, that's that's too much. Yes. Way too much. Yes. Yes. So, yeah, you definitely, um, you have, you have to confront those things. Yes. I think that's important too, um, is that we need to learn how to, um, to confront things in a positive, well, in a positive way. Right. So how would you say, um, confronting something in a positive way without being combative? Well, first we need to take a deep breath. (sighs) And then, and sometimes it may not, um, we may not need to confront it at that moment, right? We may need to take a minute, take a knee, Really go and um, make sure that you are not in a combative um, mood or mode, should I say. Like you're not ready. Just take a moment. Take a knee. But then we need to confront it because, um, you know, when we when we don't do that, it'll keep coming back. Yes. It'll continue. We have to dig the thing up at the root. Yeah. And so, you know, we have to find ways to say, okay, let me, let me figure this out. Yeah. Um, we were, we were in class the other night and, um, Tasha, she said that you can't, you need to speak on things, but you have to make sure that you are, making sure that the timing and the tone is more important than the topic. So you have to take a moment and say, hmm, let me get myself together, right? So that my tone is not wrong because I could say something to you and you're not going to receive it because my attitude. Or, and it might not be the right timing. So if we're in the heat of the moment right there, Nobody's going to have anything to, 
nobody's going to hear anything, right? Because we always talk about communication, but we leave off the important part, effective communication. Mm -hmm. We communicate all day long, but is it really, is it getting anywhere? Yeah. No. Yeah. So how you confront things. So the whole question you asked me back. I had a situation that can really take take us there. (laughs) And the person said something like, really, I just looked and I'm like, Ooh, I said, did you really just say that? And, and I'm like, when I say I was boiling, I said, I literally saw myself just taking this person just really like, just, Oh, I was heated. So I walked away the next day. I said, let's go have a conversation. Mm -hmm. And we had a conversation and I told the person, I said, Yesterday really could have went another way. I said, but I had to come to you today to let you know what you said. Uh oh, you froze. Totally this. And the person looked at me and was like, Well, Renee, I said, before you respond, I said, thank you for you respond, please. Mm-hmm. And the person apologized. And I had to really let this person know a couple things. And they was just like, I didn't know. I said, yeah, you never know. So that's why you should really watch what you say right. and when you say it. Yeah. Um. So I had I not waited until the next day, I mm-hmm. literally saw myself physically hurting this person. Like I was like, you get off at five. I'm going to be downstairs at five o'clock. I did. So I actually <laughs> I left early. I was like, I need to leave early. Right. And I left and all the way home, I'm like, I mean, I was talking to I was talking to my sister. I said, "Do you know what this person just said to me?" Oh my god! I was so heated. I left, but I'm glad I did leave, and I mm-hmm. waited until the next day because we can do so much damage when we react in the spirit of moment, and we can't get stuff. Think once you say something, we can't get it back. Once you react, mm-hmm. we could. So you, fre- you yeah. freezing? You freezing up? Am I? Yeah, you 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 were using the camera like this. We Sorry. didn't hear you. <laughs> okay. Yes. Let me make everybody get off the Wi-Fi. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yes. So um what I'm gonna do is I am I I first wanna say kudos to you on your growth. And that's really what it is about, is about us, you know, continuing to grow. And and not to say that we'll never, ever, you know, have moments where we're angry, where we're sad, where we're just frustrated. Um, but, you know, we just have to learn to, how to, to deal with it when it comes up. I love this. You sent this this, um, this afternoon or this morning. It says, don't ever, ever, ever give anybody enough power over you to bring back the triggered, unhealed version of you when you've worked so hard to become better than that. And had you responded the way that your unhealed version of you, then, yeah, it it could have gotten ugly. And we don't want to take it there. We have to always remember that we're representatives of Jesus Christ. And so it's very important that we're mindful of how we react to people because 
we are on, we're responsible for ourselves for our reactions we can't i mean yes we teach people how to treat us right so we have to do our part but we do that in how we respond to certain things that they do and they say mm -hmm. yeah and when we are like the inner part is healed we make different decisions and different choices mm-hmm uh -oh. um let's take us back that test is going to come back again um and that's the worst thing in the world to do you've gone through a test you're like oh my gosh i didn't pass like i gotta go through this again right um and that's that's one way like your triggers you know what your triggers are so we have to be honest with ourselves i'm if you're not in the place where i know how to confront confrontation in a a way that i know is not going to escalate the best thing to do is to walk away. For me, I don't answer. I will hang up the phone. I will, I'll let people say whatever they got to say and I won't say nothing. And they'll be like, you don't know. I don't have nothing to say. Right. If I know my response is going to cause me to go to a place that I do not want to go back to. Yeah. And it, so that's, that's, a, we have to know who we are and we have to know our, we, it's in boundaries boundaries and so we have to set those boundaries with ourselves you know and say mm -mm, no not i'm not doing this i'm not going back there because then we get there and then it's it's really hard to get back you know sometimes it's harder to get back than other times because then it's like you know you're beating yourself up you know and and just like it says you work really hard to become better you know to become better than that so why let somebody undo all the work that you just did? Uh, no, that's like you painting a wall and then somebody coming right behind you and coloring all over it. Uh, no, we're not doing that. That's a no for me. Exactly. So that's a good one. Boundaries. Boundaries is a way to not allow the enemy to destroy the inner you. Mm -hmm. Um, Tamika was honest. She said, sometimes it's hard. It's mm -hmm. hard not to react mm -hmm. when the enemy is coming at you. And it's not all, it's not the person. It's the spirit behind the person. It's the meaning behind what's happening right now. It's the enemy that's playing in play. Right. So what do you do? One of the moments where you like, your flesh is like, you need to respond. You need to react. Yeah. But that's when, that is when, um, you just, you said, you said it, it's not the person, it's the enemy. The enemy doesn't respond to your, your flesh. He's not going to flee because your flesh says, get out of here. Not going to do that. So we're, we we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, right? So when you know that it's the enemy, then what, you, what how do you counteract that? With the word. Hello. So you just have you you have to know, you know. Okay, my the enemy he's trying to make me cuss, so he's not gonna leave me alone if I cuss. What is it gonna do? It's gonna make it even worse, and then he gonna be there laughing at you. So no, change the the curse words into uh, scriptures. Change cuss words into the word. 
How about that? that? Okay. There we go. That's right. Oh, it's very hard, but the enemy will test your boundaries. Of course. Of course he will. Because guess what? You ain't doing nothing if the enemy ain't messing with you. There's there's always... See, we, we, we think that a lot of people are just walking around here and they're just, you know, everything is just peaches and cream. You know, they're like, oh, I want to get there. We all can get there. But it's all in how we deal with it. Enemy's gonna he's gonna always be there messing with you all the time. But what what grows is what you feed. So I'm not feeding into your mess. I don't have time for that. I got other stuff to do. I'm not even focused on you. You're on mute. You're still on mute. <laughs> Sorry. When Blossom um, Thick, when she said um, heavy on the enemy would test your boundaries, I'm a visual person. I always visualize things. She said, y'all still can't hear me? I can hear you now. Oh, okay. Um, visualize things. We all know that when Hurricane Katrina hit um, Louisiana, they said the levees broke. And everybody kept saying that the levees were built where it should have been able to withstand. It should have been able to um, keep the water back. But they did not know what the levees could take until the pressure came, until the test came. Come and on. when the test came, as we all know, the levees broke because wow. it was too much going on. It was too much that was on the levees pushing the water and the water just flooded Louisiana. So they didn't know until they thought they built something that could last, but they didn't know until it was tested. That's mm. how we are. We mm. feel like we're built to last. And I'm including myself that we we're at a certain place. We've been tested. We've been proved we're good. But right. and we don't know where we are until that test comes to prove to show, OK, are you really made to last? Are you really standing on the word? Is your foundation really on the word when the enemy comes? So that's how we have to look at it. We don't know where we are until we are tested, just like the levees. They didn't know until they were tested. Well, there's so many things that are put out. They don't allow a car to come out on the road or to, you know, to go on the showcase or whatever it is until it's been tested. Right. For everybody's safety. So you, you can't go to the next grade until you pass the test yes yes come on so i mean we have to learn how learn how to pass the test so how what are some ways that you know we can um not allow the enemy to take us there what do you have renee do you have some ways I do have some ways. I do. <laughs> Ooh, I'd love to hear them. <laughs> For me, I'm learning. Um, I'm learning to find my place of peace. And also, but my key thing, I've learned that I found my core group, my, my friends that I know are friends that I can vent to that will tell me, okay, I've heard you. I've heard your point. 
I hear what you're saying. They'll come back. Mm -hmm. This is what it is. And that's a good thing to not allow the enemy to destroy the inner you. We hold so much stuff in, but find that friend that you can say, this is what I'm dealing with. Like, mm -hmm. and be honest with them and they'll be honest with you. Yes. So that's my main thing. Find that friend that you know I can vent to you. Going to tell me the truth and not pacify it. So that's one of my big things. Okay. That's true. That's it. You need somebody that's going to hold that's going to hold you accountable. Accountability is real big. You know. That's that's real big. But what about when you don't have that friend? When you do not have that friend, and this right here is key. I want everybody to turn your computer, your phone, turn it all the way up. Okay? Okay. All right. When you do not have that friend, Facebook mm -hmm. and Instagram is not your friend to go vent on. Okay? <laughs> get your journal, get a diary, do that. Right. A journal, a diary, a blog, that a private blog. Do not vent on Facebook, on Instagram. I saw something the other night, the person took it down, but I just could not believe the way this person went off. They pointed a finger at somebody. They blatantly put this person out there, tagged the person. I mean, it was unbelievable. And I said, you know what? That person is going to be so sorry that they did that. And five minutes later, they took it down, but it was already out there. So you can take it down all you want, but the right. point is, it's already out there. And people okay. are looking at you when you're venting on social media. They're looking at you. They may not say anything, but they're looking at you. Wow. Get a diary. Back in the day, we had a diary. Right. And that's what we wrote in. It yeah. wasn't for everybody to see. Yeah. So what what do you have something else? Um yes. Another thing, don't make any decisions. Don't make any decisions while you are frustrated, while you're upset. Um, don't make no decisions. Because the worst thing to do is to make a decision about a relationship, a friendship, financial decision, why you are hurt and why you are in a state of mind of, I just don't care. Because once you care, you've already made that decision. Right. So be careful of the decisions that you make while you are dealing with inner turmoil. Right. Agree. Agree. Yeah. Uh, Brianna says she has some. Come on, give them to us. Lashana said journaling, uh, journaling is what everyone is telling me to do. Journaling is key. Mm -hmm. It will save you from looking crazy, from people thinking something mentally is wrong with you. Because <laughs> we all know we have good moments, we have bad moments. You get on it, I hate the world. Don't be surprised you get a knock on your door. Right, right. Yeah. Don't make decisions off of emotions. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. That is key. Yeah. That yeah. is key. Yeah. I was watching something today and the female made a decision um, 
this guy was going through a lot of things and he said, let me transfer my business in your name. Don't worry about nothing. We're friends. And she was at a place. She said, well, you helped me when I was in trouble. And she said, I was in a, a bad state, but I made the decision to do it. This person filed bankruptcy. They came after her. Oh, and she wow. said, I, I just, I made an emotional decision. I didn't think about it. And that decision out of emotions, she said it destroyed her life. Financially, she had to rebuild and stuff. So yeah. that's a prime example of making decisions out of emotions, how they will destroy you. Yeah, that that is, yeah, that's true. Journaling ends up turning from writing thoughts to writing prayers. Amen. Yes, it does. You froze, you froze for a minute. Was that on your end or my end? I think that was on your end. Oh, okay. I don't know. Well, I. You're good. Okay. <laughs> now I was reading what Brianna said. She said, I have several journals. Journaling, journaling ends up turning from writing thoughts to writing prayers. I love that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. Mm -hmm. I love that. I send my crazy text to him and ask for forgives, forgiveness in the end. All right. I know that's right. I have a dummy number program in my set in my phone called Label Jesus Christ. I send my crazy text to him and ask for forgiveness in the end. All right now. I love Listen. that. Me too. <laughs> okay because it's like you're sending you like God, this is what i'm dealing with right. i'm telling you right i love that yeah yeah okay y'all got some good stuff yes yes okay i'm gonna give it a try that's that's brie okay yes give it a try that's okay good. what else y'all got yeah give us some more what do you do angie well, I just, um, my advice would be to take the time to completely heal. Um, and for some things, it could be a couple hours, a couple days, a couple weeks. Some things, it could be a couple of years, but, um, we have to give ourselves time to truly heal. And as said in the beginning, like we have to really confess those things and say, okay, you know, not right now, because a lot of times we're ready to get back up in the game. And we don't, you know, take me off the coach, take me off the bench coach. No, mm -mm. have a seat, have a seat and, and sit there and still heal. Um, and what helps me is to really, um, I think about where I came from and I also think about the consequences that could happen, right? Do I want to go back through all of that? You know, I know that we have, like, I have, I know somebody who, was um you know they had a, a drug addiction and for many many years like and they really they worked hard they pulled themselves out of that 
dark, ugly place. Um, they had become where they were there to be able to help others. Mm. Right. And they had, um, you know, really got their, they worked hard, got their life back to get back on track. Um, was there, like I said, they were um, able to help other people to recover. Um, we're running meetings with people's sponsors. We're running the entire programs, all of this. And then went down the slippery slope. And they, thank God, they got it together again, right? And they were able to get their footing. It was, you know, they were able to get their footing. They didn't, weren't able to go 100% back where they were. They were good for a minute and then fell off again. But every time it got harder, every time it got harder. And I just think about that all the time. Like, you know, some of you may know, I, I once was a, a drug addict. I never want to go back to that place. Never. And I, I don't. I never want to go back to that place. So I know that with that, with that part of my life, I'm completely healed. So you can do drugs right here in front of me. I'm not doing it. Um, but I know that there are still, you know, I used to party all the time, you know, drink all the time. And I don't ever want to go back to that place. So I just remind myself. And that's how. I'm able to, um, you know, how do I keep the enemy from destroying the inner me? Is that I just, I look back over my life. <laughs> yes. So, and I also. Sharing that. Yes. And I'm so, and, and another, and I'm, I'm going to say another thing that I do is that I also, I look at the fruit. I look at my children. I look at my grandchildren. I look at my, my husband, my family, my friends. I look at those things. And I'm like, wow, you know, it's not worth it. It's so not worth it. Okay, I'm sorry. What did Lashana say? Or Blossom Thick say? I'm sorry. I do voice notes, record and reflect later. Kind of like talking to God on myself when I don't have anyone to talk to. That's, that's good. good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, that's a real good one. Yeah. Sometimes when you say that stuff out loud, <laughs> when you get it out of here and you say it out loud, you're like, oh, yeah, no. Uh-uh. Nope. Mm-mm. Yeah. Oh because, my gosh. Yeah. yeah, you need to hear it. That's why if, if you've never been to therapy, a therapist will let they'll they're there and they're they'll let you talk. Mm -hmm. Because then when you talk it out, because I know I've been there and I've been like, oh, that's an aha moment for me. I'd be like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, that that that, sound, that didn't sound good. That that sounded real crazy. Yeah, and 
in our community, it's looked down on to go to therapy or to have support groups or, you know, whatever the case may be, it is. And that's why we have a lot of um, unresolved issues of people dealing with daddy issues and anger because nobody was ever able to sit down and get to the root of the problem. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and I'm not saying that that is an excuse. It's not an excuse. But if you've never really figured out why am I always in these type of relationships and it goes back to the relationship you did not have with your father, you know, and that's just an example. I'm not saying that's the case, but that's just an example. Um, we have a lot of people walking around with anger and destroying their inner self because they have a lot of things in their head that they don't know how to process. They don't know how to talk things out. And that's how we are destroying the inner me. Angie gave the perfect example that she turned to drugs at a time and partying at a time because there were a lot of unhealed areas internally that she didn't deal with. Mm -hmm. And we see that in our society today. People yeah. get off work and I, prime example, when I used to party Fridays, it wasn't just Friday. It was every day of the week. This, you know, and it wasn't just like a little glass of alcohol. No, it was, I was consuming. Mm -hmm. That was my way of not dealing with things. That's so it. we have to be, not be afraid to deal with the problem, the root of the problem. A lot of it is heart issues. I don't know how to love because I didn't have anybody to show me what love is. Right. And that's why we have a lot of people who are angry and who are bitter because nobody ever showed them that. Right. Right. And they think that, you know, sometimes you get to the point where you think that that is the way, that's just the way that I am. Yes. You don't have to live that way. That's right. You know, people get used to living with the pain. That's right. You need to get it out of you so you can regain control. Indeed. Yes. Right. That's that thorn in your side. Yes. You know, and we get so used to living with the thorn in our side. We get used to living in the pain. We get used to living in these horrible conditions. You don't have to. Like, you don't have to live that way. You can be free from those, from yes. all of that. You don't have to live that way just because, you know, your your mother did it and your grandmother and your great-grandmother and your aunties and yes. uncles. Just because they live that way doesn't mean that you have to be that way. Yes. By myself with one big bottle of wine. Yeah, that's and that's no good. Yes. We, yeah, we, we make in Brie right there with you, sweetie. When I knew that I had to you know, um, and this was years ago, I knew that I was like, you know what? That's it. That's it. No more for me because it went from, oh man, I had a hard day at work from one yes. glass to two glasses. And then it was like, you know, by the end of the night, I'm like, oh, wait a minute. The bottle is gone. Nope. Yeah. No. Uh-uh. Yeah. No, I'm not, I'm not going, I'm not going there. Yeah. I'm not going there because it's a it's a slippery slope. It's easy to get into things, and sometimes it's not so easy to get out. No, it's not. It's not. And we make some decisions when we are, you know, I know I made some decisions when I was intoxicated that I'm like, right. Prime, prime example, I met somebody while I was intoxicated, 
And the person called me and I was like, oh, we can go out. The next day when I met, I was like, <laughs> in the world? Like, I said, oh my gosh, like, girl. Say never again. Never, never. No. Never. That is funny. Prime example, don't make no decisions when you not in your right mind. Uh, oh my goodness. Never. <laughs> but you know, Renee, so we're here, we're saying all the things that, um, well, right now we're talking about the things that we shouldn't do. You know, yes. we should stop this and we shouldn't do that. Um, a big thing to this is, is that one, when you get rid of one thing, you have to replace it with something good because you don't want to leave that room for the enemy to come. Um, I'm not sure exactly where the scripture is, and I can't say it verbatim, but it talks about how when, you know, the enemy left the house, but the house was empty. And when he came back, he didn't just come back with himself. He brought a whole bunch with him, right? A whole lot. So it's like, you know, you need to make sure that you're filling up that space with something good. So you can't just take out the bad, take out the bad. Because I think a lot of times um, when we talk about Christianity and a lot of people are like, well, it's always saying what we can't do. We don't talk about the things that we can do. You know, you can still have fun. It's just what kind of fun are you having? Or what do you consider fun? Just like, you know, when you were saying people don't know how to love, what is love? You know, so we have to be able to define what is, what is fun? I know that fun for me, what I used to think was, is that we'd be out partying all night, drinking all night. And I wake up and I'd be like, praise Lord, I got home because I don't remember how I did. You can't even remember what you did the night before. You know, when an unclean spirit goes out of a man, he goes through dry places, seeking rest and finds none. Then he says, I will return to my house from which I came. And when he comes, he finds it empty, swept and put in order. Then he goes and takes with him seven other spirits more wicked than himself. And they enter and dwell there. And the last state of that man is worse than the first. So shall it also be with this wicked generation. Wow. Wow. And we wonder, and we wonder why so many things are going on today. It says it right there in the word, you know? Wow. Yeah. So when, and that prime example, I just gave a prime example of that. You know, when this person, they had become clean and they got their self in order and they were trying to do the right thing, but they left something. There was a hole. There was a spot there. Yeah. And I bet you, I know for sure that spot, it was Jesus. And, you know, when you think about something like that, I want you, we, I told you I'm a visual person. Mm -hmm. I'm imagining myself standing. You put yourself there. You're standing there. You're trying to go forward. But you have seven people holding you like this physically while right. you're trying to go forward and they're pulling you back. Yeah. If it's one against seven and it's just right. you, right. You're, like it's telling you, you're going to be overpowered. 
Because right. those seven people are pulling you back and you're still trying to go, but you're not going to be able to go forward. That's so that's right. what it's like when we are out of something and we don't replace that situation with the word, you know, alcohol, anger, whatever your issue or problem may be that's internal and it's not replaced with the word. That's what's going to happen. You're that's standing right. there literally Every time you think about something, imagine yourself standing there and seven people are holding you from going forward. Mm -hmm. Amen. So we have to replace it with, with you know, something different. I know, um, I know for anger, a lot of people, they say that working out, that that helps them to be able to control their emotions. So whatever that workout looks like for you, you know, they're able to get that, that stress off of them and release you know, all those angry things for you. I remember it was, I was uh, doing a, a kickboxing class for a while. Mm -hmm. And during that time, I was having some, you know, some family issues. That was really the time that my son was going through a lot. And like, I was just like, man, I used to go in there and tear that bag up. <laughs> and when I would leave, you know, the issue was still there, but I did feel better about it because yeah. I, you know, it took away me wanting to run people over with my car and just, you know, punching everybody in the face. So it did help. It helped a lot. Yeah. Why it's important to stay around those that are strong in the Lord. Amen. Indeed. Indeed. Yes, it is. When you were talking, you, you mentioned anger. Um, I don't know if I'm, no people have pretty much heard about it, but it was yesterday, or it's, I think it was yesterday, a man in Thailand, he went into a daycare and he killed 20 something children um, and teachers inside the daycare, then went home and shot his own child and his own wife and took his life. And you have to be an angry individual to be able to look at a child and shoot and kill a child. And we all can say, I would never do this. I would never do that. But when we get so angry, sometimes we can just have thoughts in our head and lose control and do some things that we would, I would never do that. That's what right. people say all the time. But when you get angry and the enemy gets in there with your anger, you don't know what you would do, what you are capable of doing. We don't know. Right. That's, That's why it's so important to know how to control our anger. Because mm -hmm. some people do things out of anger and when they come back down, their adrenaline is down and they're looking like, what did I do? It's too late now. It's done. Yeah. Because yeah. like you said, you can apologize. That's right. You can clean it up. That's right. But it's still there. It never it, it never goes away. And I mean, I, I know that I have done some things and said some things when I was angry and be like, uh, yeah. And sometimes sorry. And it makes, and, and it's not just destroying the other person. It destroys you too. Because then where, you know, now you have to, to, you feeling bad and, you know, you're just like, oh, my gosh, I shouldn't have said that. Then you're feeling a certain way about yourself. It's just it's it's too many. It's too much. 
And then also, like, we always have to remember, too, like, we can pick the sin, but we can't pick the consequence. You don't know what's going to happen. And you never know when it's going to happen. Say that again. We can pick the sin, but we can't pick the consequence. You don't know what's going to happen. Sometimes you And you might be like, oh, I got away with it this time. You think you got away with it because it didn't happen right at that moment. <laughs> but a couple years later, you'd be like, wait a minute. You'd be like, aha, you'll know what or when. Yeah. And then you have to go back and apologize. Yeah. Put that on t-shirt. <laughs> yes, ma'am. That's right. Yes. You have to go back and apologize. And you have to apologize to the person. You have to apologize to God for treating their child that way. You got to apologize to yourself because you're like, oh my gosh, I didn't even know that I was, that was still in me. But that's why it is so, so, so important that as we are going through life and that as we are going and we're saying that we're doing this self-care and Lord purge me and, you know, show me my true self. Whatever is in me, whatever is in my heart, that's why we have to ask for a renewed heart every day. Because if you think about it, when you go out here in these streets and there's so much pollution, you can you can have, uh, um, and, and if you're not putting into practice, one thing that I absolutely hate to do is I hate to dust, right? But when you have things that are sitting in your house and if you have, you know, a table or even these little figurines or whatever it is that you have. And they're not doing anything. They're not, they're not exercising and reading. It's just there. Right. What does it do? It collects dust. And so we have to make sure. And if you think about, think, just look at it this way, your heart, you're not doing anything with your heart. It's just there. It's collecting dust. It's getting polluted. It's, and then it starts to clog up stuff. It can't beat right. It can't love right. It's not functioning the way that it should. And the way that you exercise those things is you, you, um, you know, you have to keep it moving. You have to read your Bible. You have to think about, you have to be nice to people. You have to be nice to yourself. You have to put into practice these things. Yes, indeed. And I got the scripture, Psalms 51 and 10, created me a clean heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. That's like a daily prayer that we all should pray. Mm -hmm. um, I don't care who you are. That's right. From the door to the pulpit. <laughs> Come on now. Yeah, from the door to the pulpit, creating me a clean heart, renew a steadfast spirit within me. Um it's like even myself, I find God, I'm, I'm sorry. I truly am sorry. So we have to pray that prayer, creating me a clean heart um, and be honest about it. Like, you know, yeah. you know what's in your heart. I can say all day, I'm good. No, you know what's in your heart. We know. So you that has to be a prayer. And if anybody, you know, you're in church, you pray, you talk to God, be honest with him. You can perform in front of people all day long but at the end of the day your performance is gonna have to end yeah but you know that okay so this right here is deeper than than even just you know because we can get in our own thinking 
yeah. right? We can get so, you know, just like it said, creating me a clean heart. Mm -hmm. You know, we, it, we need a renewed mind as well. And we can get into our own thinking and thinking that what we're saying and doing and how we're acting is right. Yeah. Because of all the things that have, have gone on before. Mm -hmm. You know, I know, I and I can speak for myself, I know that at one time, you know, because I had been hurt, before and this is something that um i was i was even on my way home thinking about today and because of something that happened in my at my job my previous job i found that it was something that happened at my job where i am now where i hadn't completely healed from mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying i had trust issues at my last job let's just put it that way and it kind of made me like now not that I have trust issues with anybody at my job, but it's more so like, am I, you know what I'm saying? I, I It kind of is holding me back. So it has nothing to do with what's going on now. It has something to do with what's going on before. So that's why it's important that we ask that, you know, God can let me, help me to have your mind, help me to think you know, the way that you think. And, and and I know that no, we'll never be God. I'm not saying that. But we have to get ourselves out of the way. Yes, we do. Yes, it's so important to do that. Yes, ma'am. Miss Murray, the nail on the head. When we ask God to show us our sin, we have to be ready to deal with what he shows us. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Facts. <laughs> as Tracy like would say facts yeah that's like cleaning your house and you take everything and stuff it in a corner and say oh it's clean you, it's still there it's, it's still right there you have to deal with it listen don't talk about me now you on my toes don't, don't, <laughs> don't ask me to open that closet <laughs> yes you have to open the door you gotta it's there it's still there even though you put it in the corner yeah um, it is still there but um it's uh 752 and um oh it's 752 yeah and i'm trying to make it to dairy queen to get my strawberry sunday oh sounds nice yeah. i have one thing that i, I want to say Okay, go ahead. I just want this one thing. And um, my CEO, he, he posted this um, earlier this week. And I just was like, wow. He said, um, it says, heal so you can hear what's being said without the filter of your wound. Mm. So that's why I'm saying it's so important for us to heal completely. So stay off the broken leg, right? Stay off the broken leg until it completely heals. Sit down somewhere. Sit down somewhere. Yes. Wow. Amen. Say that again. It says heal so you can hear what's being said without the filter of your wound. That's the people who you can't say anything to. They're highly offended. They come and they're very defensive off the break. Or they go into their shell because they're used to, you know, being beat up on or however it is. 
but you haven't completely healed. So all you're hearing is the negative stuff. Or like I said, you just get completely defensive. Yes. That right there. I need you to text me that. I need to. I will. Yeah. I, I will. need you to text me that. Yeah. I will. Yeah. The most dangerous thing is to lead while you're wounded. Come and, on. And you're not trying to heal. Yes. We're supposed to press forward, but that is the most dangerous thing to lead while you are wounded and you do not want to deal with the the wounds. Oh, my gosh. I know I said that was the last thing, but you, when you said that, that brought something else to mind. There was um, a singer and he was saying that there was a point in his life where he was still singing, but he was extremely depressed. Hmm. And I was one after hearing that because around that time, like I really love this, this artist, but it was like around that time, it's like, I couldn't listen to this because it was very depressing. Mm -hmm. Right. Or I was, that spirit would come on me. Mm -hmm. you know, not all the songs were sad or gloomy mm -hmm. or anything like that. Um, and this is a gospel artist, mm -hmm. but just thinking about it and I'm like, Oh, okay. That makes sense. So that's why it is important. Don't sing. Don't preach. Don't dance. You can shout. Shout it out. But don't leave. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it is important, like you said, because I know for me, when I went through that period of I was wounded, you know, we lost our family. And for 30 days, like I didn't teach. I didn't pray anything I because I just it just I needed that time yeah it's nothing wrong with taking time to heal that's um, true that means I if you have to take time away from your business your personal life you know tell people I'm okay I'm good but I just I need some space and time to heal it's nothing wrong with with saying that and doing that right so yeah that is important it is it is very important um, oh, I hope y'all enjoyed the show tonight. I feel like we had a good topic tonight. Um, yes. A lot of positive feedback. And again, we're always looking for topics. If you have a topic you want us to share, talk about, you want to be a guest and you have something to talk about. That's it. Let us know. That's right. Yes. If you have something to talk about, a good topic. Yes. And we are faith-based show and podcast. Oh my gosh. Yes. So no curses. Faith-based. Faith <laughs> Believe in Jesus. Hallelujah. <laughs> I did. Thanks for all the good tips. Yeah. Thank you for thank the good tip too. Yeah, I was gonna say thank you for the good yeah, tip. Yeah, that was a real thing. I'm gonna be over here hurt like a mug. <laughs> What are you doing? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I'm Jesus. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Thank y'all so much for watching. I still got time to go get my strawberry sundae. I'm jelly. <laughs> we don't have Dairy Queen up here. Bye. Bye. And don't forget to text that, too. Matter of fact, you need to post that. I think you should post that. Okay. okay. Yes, please. I'll post it. I'll yes. post it. Yes. I'm Thank you, yeah. everybody, for watching, yeah. and we'll see y'all next Thursday. Don't forget, we're on YouTube. We have the podcast. We're on Google. We're on 
uh, Apple, uh, Apple something, Spotify, <laughs> wherever you find a podcast, we're there. We all over the place. We are. So yeah. many places we don't even know. <laughs> Sorry. Yes, yes. Yes. Go and enter Angie tip. Yes. And go and um, like, share, and subscribe. It's like, yes. you know, I don't know if we can subscribe, but just like and share. Yes. That's Please. a good night, everyone. I right, good night.